0: You're listening to The Counterculture Mom Show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos.
1: Dr. E. Galen McCullough is recognized among the best doctors in America and America's top plastic surgeons. He has written 25 books and counting, one of his latest books, Tomorrow in America, The Battle for the Souls of Our Children, addresses challenges that parents are facing in a world that is increasingly being possessed by evil. And to be honest, with all the research I've been doing lately, I've shed quite a few tears on how our children are being attacked from all angles. Having guests like Dr. McCullough gives me courage to keep exposing the evil no matter how hard it is to read, research, and report on. Our guest founded the McCullough Plastic Surgery Clinic in 1975 and specializes in facial and nasal plastic surgery. Dr. McCullough is also founder and CEO of the McCullough Institute for Appearance and Health in the resort community of Gulf Shores, Alabama. Dr. McCullough is the author of The Appearance Factor, one of the world's most comprehensive consumer guides on ways that human beings can look, feel, and perform better. This is the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm your host, Tina Griffin. We are honored to have you join us today on our 4th of July special series, focusing on faith, family, and freedom with plastic surgeon and founder of McCullough Plastic Surgery, Dr. E. Galen McCullough. Dr. McCullough, how you doing today?
2: Tina, I'm great. Thank you very much for having me on.
1: Absolutely, I am very excited to get you on. Not enough time here, but I'm gonna talk less and let you talk more because your information is jaw-dropping. You're married to a talented artist and former Susan Nomberg and has two children and four grandchildren. Tell us about your wife. You just told me a little bit that she's one of the top 10 artists around the globe. That's fantastic.
2: Well, Susan was Miss University of Alabama in college when we met, and then she was Miss Alabama in what became the Miss Universe pageant. It was the Miss Universal, uh, Miss, Miss International pageant at that time. But yes, she studied art in college, and she has now become a world-renowned artist in her own right. Uh, she was Art Tour International, the largest circulated magazine, art magazine in the world. She was the Artist of the Year uh, uh, in uh, 2017. She'll be going to New York in the next uh, couple of months to receive another award uh, uh, for her artwork.
1: That is just phenomenal. It makes me want to jump on a plane and go check out her goods. I am not an artist. You don't want me to paint or draw anything, but I want to learn through her. My, my kids can follow her. I am so excited to hear what you have to say and very intrigued because you do plastic surgery. How in the world did you get involved in politics and dissecting the topics in the books you write when you're usually doing plastic surgery?
2: A lot of people ask me that. How is it that a facial plastic surgeon ends up writing books of a political nature? And uh, I guess the answer to that is that I'm the uh, son of a, a World War II veteran. Uh, and he, he was a Freemason. And, it, it, and I can tell you that the kind of Freemasonry we're hearing about, my dad was not involved in that kind of Freemasonry. And my mother was a member of the Eastern Star, which is the women's organization for that. And so I learned about patriotism from them, and I've learned to keep my eyes and ears open. Uh, They're very very uh, uh, common people in many respects, but they had tremendous insight. And then as a physician, we're taught to examine a set of facts and then to come up with a diagnosis. And then once the diagnosis is made, then render a treatment program and then monitor the treatment program and modify it accordingly. Well, that's exactly how I've approached the problems that are occurring with America. America's sick, we're ill in many respects, and I don't mean uh, from the typical disease, but because we're suffering from a disease called Luciferianism. Yes. And, and, and we, we need to be aware of that and pay more attention to the things that are going on and connect those dots. And when you connect those dots, it's a very evil, ugly picture that's being painted out there. Absolutely,
1: and to bring some artistry in with the Luciferian agenda, for new people with that term, can you explain exactly what Luciferian is?
2: Well, Luciferian people think that it's really satanic, and it is somewhat related to satanic, but the Luciferians are all about transhumanism, and we're seeing examples of that, my goodness, every day more and more, the the transgender stuff that we're seeing and the artificial intelligence that we're seeing, that's transhumanism. And so really what they're after is making the human race pretty much a, a group of um, robotic puppets to whatever their whelms are.
1: You nailed it. Um, before we get into the dirt of all that, what kind of plastic surgery do you do specifically?
2: I only do facial plastic surgery, eyes, faces, noses, Uh, skin resurfacing, and I have a partner who does all of the body procedures. So we work together many times at the same time in order to help people look and feel their best. And what I really like about my field is that I have an opportunity to get to know my patients and I know all about their families and learn about their political insights and and leanings. And I have the opportunity to talk with them about that. Not, Not that I'm on the stump every day in my office, uh, preaching in, in any respect but I do have a chance to get to know them and I have my books available and I've been surprised that the people who the greatest sales of my books are my patients who I've had the opportunity to to talk with about some of the concerns and what I found out is that many of them are have the, the same concerns but they just don't know how to express it yeah we all have been shouted down uh, to the point where many of us, if you if we come out and say these kinds of things, that we're automatically given terrible labels and, and, and names that uh, are reprehensible, in my opinion.
1: Yep, and that's usually when people don't understand or they might be possessed, if we just say it like it is. Um, it's their easy way to try to shut up the truth because they don't want to hear it. And yet, you know, Christ has called us to teach truth no matter what the cost. So thank you for doing what you're doing, no matter the cost, which you talked to me about before we started taping. It's people like you that keep us and our team doing what we're doing and encouraging us. We're gonna be back to talk about a lot
3: more and your book, Tomorrow in America, right after this. Have you ever wanted to start a charity or ministry? Launching a nonprofit can be time consuming, expensive and overwhelming. If you have a vision and mission, but don't know where to start or how to raise donations, Capstone Legacy Foundation is your solution. Their ministry charity project allows you to receive tax-free donations without the expense and hassle of forming your own 501C3 and in less than 48 hours. This ministry partnership fund is exactly how Counterculture Ministries got its start and we grew quickly. Capstone Legacy Foundation handles all your legal and accounting paperwork, allowing you time to develop the ministry and message God gave you. Call Capstone today at 610-688-8890 or check out capstonelegacy.org for more information and tell them Tina sent you. Partner with Capstone Legacy Foundation to transform our culture for Christ and get your nonprofit started today.
2: I came in as a boy, and I'm leaving as a young man. They're developing lifelong friends, and they're being pushed beyond what they think their limitations are. It's helped me with the importance of
3: leadership, because, I mean, before Trail Life, I literally did nothing. As a mom, I love the fact that I know that our son is involved in a Christ-centered, boy-focused group confident that he's in a safe environment, that he's getting the mentorship and leadership of men who have the type of foundation that we need him to get.
0: I've never really been able to talk in public, and being in Trail Life, everyone's so accepting of you, and that really helped me become who I am and who God wants me to be. Me and my dad, we, we really didn't talk a lot, and my mom wanted my dad to go like sure I'll go so he asked off for work and he went and ever since then me and my dad's relationship has gotten closer
3: experience the trail
0: life difference find a troop near you or start one today by visiting www.traillifeusa.com
1: with our freedoms rapidly disappearing it's essential that we teach our kids the truth about our free country and the way it's supposed to work with the Tuttle Twins book series If you want to help your kids learn about America's true history, great tips regarding saving and spending money, personal freedom and responsibility, entrepreneurship, individual rights, and more, they will eat up what the Tuttle Twins pump out. Their mission is to create kids' books and curriculum that support the values of a free society. Just go to tuttletwins.com. Once again, tuttletwins.com. Stock up. And when you're about to check out, put in the code word TINA, T-I-N-A, TINA, to get 40% off your order. Yes, you heard me correctly, 40% off. Memorial Day, let's stock up and get our kids on track with what it means to be a patriot. Dr. McCullough, in your book, Tomorrow in America, the battle for the souls of our children, you address the deep state that has infiltrated every area of our world absolutely. What are some of the ways they've infiltrated America?
2: Well, they've infiltrated us at the education level. Uh, (laughs) I think through the uh, National Teachers Association, their their, um, union, they have infiltrated our public schools and they're dictating the agenda and dictating the curricula that our students are being exposed to and they're really being indoctrinated. They're controlling the books that our, our kids are able to read and co- controlling the libraries as well as the materials that they're required to read. And And, and this whole thing that it's, it's really ugly to me to see what's happening at the school level. And then it goes all the way up uh, through every aspect of the media. Uh, I recall years ago, and I wrote this in one of my early books, uh, a group of journalist students were uh, surveyed and they were asked why they chose to go into journalism. And the number one answer was to change the world. Now, that's not my understanding of what journalism was. That's activism. Yes. Was to report the truth, to seek out and. Yes. Report the truth. And so and now we're seeing it at, in the in the government levels and it started primarily. It's been going on for a long time. But during the Barack Obama administration, there were more uh, federal employees hired and those those employees were hired primarily because of their political leanings. And so the deep state is there. And this is one of the reasons why they're really scared to death of Donald Trump, because Donald Trump had already said in some private meetings that if he, when he was elected the second term, he was going to disband the deep state that, that's in Washington, DC. And we see this from what's happening from the, the DOJ and from the FBI, uh, they, they are political organizations now. They're basically police arms of the Democrat party. So the, the, uh, the deep state is alive and well, and anybody that doesn't believe that is really not connecting the dots and they, they, they don't have their eyes or minds wide open.
1: And I just want to encourage, if you don't believe this is happening, you're not aware, stop watching mainstream media, which is governed by communism, basically, and that's a whole other story. Now, you wrote a phenomenal book during the Obama years that you were talking about before we started taping. Can you share about that book? What is it and what's all in it?
2: Well, it's called the Orwellian State of America. And uh, what as I started to research the, the different things that I was writing about, I, the Orwellian uh, Orwellianism continued to surface. And so I decided I would spend a little bit more time. And I remember reading the book in high school. It used to be required reading, 1984 did. Now then, they won't even let it in the schools. And so I went back and I started reading that. And I thought, oh, my goodness, this how prophetic was this man who called himself George Orwell. Yeah. And that, that was not his name, by the way. His name is Eric Blair. And he was part of the Blair family, the same Blair family that Tony Blair, former prime minister uh, was involved with, or is, is a member of. And his father actually was part of MI5 and was in the intelligence business. And so they were all over the world. He chose to fight in the Spanish Civil War on the side of the resistance. And so he learned firsthand all about Communism and what they were trying to do. And so he told his his father, he said, I'm going to write a book about this. And his dad said two things. Well, number one, you can't use your real name. And number two, you have to write it as a novel. So therefore, I don't know where he got the name George Orwell, but that's where he took, he took the name George Orwell and wrote basically it's, a, it's an allegory, which means that, it's it's fiction that that really is all about truth yes and so I, w- I read that and i could see it really unfolding during the obama administration and so i wrote the book the orwellian state of america to try to alert americans what was really happening and then since then it's just become an avalanche except during the four years that donald trump was in office and oh. that's what scared the living daylights out of the deep state the left the luciferians mm-hmm. is because trump was really doing some things to disrupt uh, all the the gains that they had made.
1: But you made mention that Eric, George Orwell was ahead of his time. What are some bullet points that he addressed in that book that we are now seeing unravel 30, 40 years later?
2: Well, he talked about Big Brother and Big Brother is in essence, the deep state. So everywhere you think Big Brother, you just just plug in deep state and you're there. And then he talked about uh, doublespeak. And he talked about the press and how uh, the press was constantly through the television sets. If you recall, those TV sets were both broadcasters and receivers. And they were spying on what uh, the people were doing in Oceania, which was the um, the so-called fictitious state. And uh, they were everything that the the people did, they were aware of, and and they were feeding them all this information constantly. They were never without, uh, out of ear ear, uh, distance from one of those TVs. So we're seeing all of that unfold right in front of our eyes today. Everything that George Orwell wrote about, we are. And the pros, the pros uh, was the term for the common people, the uneducated people. And, and I think there are reasons that we're being uneducated because they don't want us to be able to think. And, and I, this gets a little bit into the COVID issue because COVID, in my opinion, was probably the greatest travesty that ever occurred, not medically, but politically that ever occurred to the human race, because that was all about how many of our rights we would be willing to give up. Yes. mandates coming from big brother government. And, and it's amazing how we fell in line like sheeps to the slaughter or prose as Orwell called us, during that period of time. And then anybody that spoke out against it uh, was labeled an enemy of the state, just as Orwell talked about. So if you read George Orwell's book and you just substitute USA for Oceania and you, and you substitute Deep State uh, for uh, Big Brother, you, you, it, it's really like reading history at some point in the future. Written in 1948, he huh. just reversed He reversed the, the, uh, the years. Um, but yes, that book was written in 1948, so that shows how far ahead of things that he was.
1: Unbelievable, everybody get your hands on that book, I'll be reading it right along with you, I, I cannot wait. And uh, maybe if you're not used to these topics, don't read it late at night, so you don't have too many nightmares, but um, you need to read it. Here's what is fascinating, jaw dropping, shocking. So you might have to dumb it down for people that are including myself that are still trying to put all the pieces together. You call the 13 families who have ruled the world for the last few hundred years, the Luciferian super elite ruling class. Who are some of these top ruling families and what is their goal? And for everybody tuning in via podcast, you might want to watch this episode as well, because we're going to be loading this thing with dirt. Can you go over some of these families that is listed on this image here?
2: Well, um, the Rockefellers family comes front and center because we're familiar with the Rockefellers here in the United States. And the Rockefellers were the only co- uh, family in the United States who were part of the so-called the Illuminati, the Evil Empire, um, the Bilderberger. There, there, has, there are several names, uh, Mariah Conquering Wind. They're known by several different names, but it's the same group. And then there are two families from... Uh, From France. And of course, the Rothschilds were one of those families. As a matter of fact, they're right at the root of the whole thing. The Rothschilds actually funded um, the the initiative that that became the Illuminati. A professor from, uh, from Bavaria is the one that started that. Adam Weishaupt was his name. And he came up with the idea, and he actually is the one that wrote the manifesto. That now is is uh, damned and called uh, conspiracy theory, and uh, and they use it as though it's anti-Semitic, and it's really not anti-Semitic. They blamed all of this on the Jewish people, which is part of their whole ploy. But yeah. it's actually they infiltrated the the Freemasons, and the Jesuits uh, are are involved in that as well. And then there were two families from um, from. Uh, South Africa. And actually in my reading, the Kennedys were a second level uh, family of that. They were not in the original 13 families, but the, the King of Spain was at that time. I can't remember Carlos's, I can't remember his name, but in one of my books, I list all 13 families. Wow. And the, the names may change because sometimes it's, it's a, a daughter who ends up marrying into another family. But the links are still there. Those 13 people, those 13 families still rule the world. And then there are a few people that are trying to evil their way into the group, like the George Soros of yeah. the world. If you know George Soros' story, that that's enough to just uh, absolutely, I don't know, make you cry. Because yeah. George Soros was born, Georgie Schwartz, and he was born into a Jewish family. But he saw an opportunity to basically sell out his fellow jews to to the nazis yes and he would tell the nazis where the jewish people were hiding and when they'd go in and take them away and take them to the concentration camps george soros went in and took all of their valuables yes that, that's how he made his first uh, fortune and yes. then he's, used, uh, uh, he's, he's parlayed it into many other ways but but then you've got uh, the bill gates of the world and and the mark zuckerbergs a lot of those people are trying to work their way into that through their power and their money. But the but the family has always been very very tight. There's 13 families out, and they will bring others in in Davos, Switzerland, and let them be around and talk to them and get their information. But they're they're not going to release the power. Uh, they they've, they've had it and they're going to keep it.
1: Yes, you are bringing back so much info in my brain. The file cabinets are opening right now from my early 20s of connecting these dots. Everybody, you have to grab Dr. McCullough's books, all of them, because they will help you put the puzzle pieces together. In a a quick, short answer, we know that these elitist families want to destroy America. Why is that their number one goal?
2: Well, the, the goal is a one world government a Luciferian, one world government. That means one that where God is absent. They started that by taking prayer out of the schools. They started; they, they c- continued it by taking the Ten Commandments out of the courts and on and, and on and on and on. Everything they want to do, they're taking God out of it. So um, that's that's where we are right now. And we're seeing this. Their goal is the one world government. And the United States of America is the only thing that stands in Uh, between uh, freedom and that one world government. The United Nations years ago, probably 20 years ago, already passed a manifesto on a one world government. And many people don't realize that. The the United States is the only thing that stands in the way of that. So they've got to destroy us and then merge us into the one world government. We live under God and we want to be a great America again. And that, that just flies in the face of their entire agenda.
4: What if I told you there's a new modern way to invest in physical gold? Legacy Precious Metals is proud to announce a revolutionary new platform that allows you to buy and sell precious metals with a click of a button. Gold gives you security and control over your retirement, and we've put that control directly in your hands. With a few clicks, you can open an account, choose your metals, where to store them, or have them shipped directly to your house. You can fund your account securely online and withdraw your funds at any time. You can now buy and sell precious metals effortlessly no pushy salespeople, no minimums and no hidden fees. You now have the full flexibility over your finances. Our platform allows you to purchase single or multiple products, roll your retirement account into a precious metals IRA or set recurring investments through our Legacy Builder all online. These are volatile economic times. Throughout history, gold has been the answer to rising inflation, a weakening dollar and a hedge against the stock market. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to open your account today. Centuries of security with modern day Convenience.
3: My name is Glenn Story. I'm the founder and CEO of Patriot Mobile. And then we have four principles. First Amendment, Second Amendment, right to life, military and first responders.
4: My name's Scott. I'm with Patriot Mobile. What is going on with all the woke companies in this country? It seems like everybody has completely lost their minds, right? No more. This is called voting with our dollars. We need to start prioritizing our beliefs and our values over convenience and comfort. And this is why companies like Patriot Mobile are so important right now.
3: If you have a place to go put your money, you always want to put it with somebody that's like mine. Of course. I think that's the, that's the beauty of Patriot Mobile. We're a conservative alternative.
4: My pronouns are Bible believer. Gun carrier and mama bear we are the nation's only christian conservative wireless provider everybody out
1: there it's the fourth of july faith family freedom not just hot dogs and throwing a uh, burger on the grill let's fight for it you have fantastic books here we got to get our hands on when patriots rally america's most powerful weapon against our enemies foreign and domestic And once again, everybody, a reminder, tomorrow in America, the battle for the souls of our children, grab it today, give it to your grandparents, give it to your grandchildren, get that in the mix ASAP. Last but not least, if you have someone out there that wants to get plastic surgery done, I want to let everyone know that they can go to your website. You never know. You know, you never know. It could be car accident related. McCulloughPlasticSurgery.com, McCulloughPlasticSurgery.com. Dr. McCullough, thank you for being a warrior on the front of the battle lines. Everyone out there, happy 4th of July. Let's fight for the sake of our kids to get this country back on track with every minute we have left. In Jesus' name, amen. It almost sounds like a prayer. Go get them, people. Watch all four episodes this week as we talk about the 4th of July and what it means to be free so we can maintain it. Dr. McCullough, way to go, buddy.
2: Thank you.
0: Thanks for joining us for the Counter Culture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counterculture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting counterculturemom.com or by texting the word DONATE to the number 55444. That's counterculturemom.com or text the word DONATE to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled.